It's the people in your house that make it a home. Protect what's most valuable to you by installing new custom energy-efficient windows and doors from Renewal by Anderson. With the nation's best warranty coverage, Renewal by Anderson is a better way to a better window. Take advantage of this New Year's sale and save 20% on replacement windows and 20% off patio doors. Plus, no money down, no payments, and no interest for 12 months. Schedule your complimentary design consultation online at RenewalWindowsAlaska.com. Restrictions apply. Dog Works Radio is sponsored by Alaska Dog Works. Check out their website at alaskadogworks.com. Start your day tomorrow with the Daily Dog with Michelle Forto, the morning podcast on Dog Works Radio. Apple Podcast reviewer Patty Christensen calls it funny, smart, and filled with all the info I want to know about dogs. I love this show. Wake up with the Daily Dog, available on DogWorks Radio on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your shows. Mushing Radio presents the 1925 Serum Run. Subscribe to DogWorks Radio on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss a single episode. Previously on the 1925 Serum Run. In January 1925, Dr. Curtis Welch of Nome notices an uptick of patients with severe coughs. After several deaths, he determines that the cause is diphtheria. An epidemic of diphtheria is almost inevitable here. Stop. I am in urgent need of one million units of diphtheria antitoxin. Stop. The original plan is to have Leonard Seppala, a legendary musher and multiple winner of the All-Alaska Sweepstakes sled dog race, travel halfway, pick up the antitoxin, and return to Nome. In Anchorage, a carefully wrapped 20-pound package of antitoxin is put on a northbound train where it meets the first dog sled team outside Fairbanks. It's 50 below zero when the train reaches the first dog team of Wild Bill Shannon. It may have made more sense to wait until morning, but he says, if people are dying, let's get started. As the epidemic worsens, Territorial Governor Bone authorizes funds to increase the number of dog teams and dog drivers to get the antitoxin to know more quickly. Seppala, who is already on the trail, believes he's going all the way to Nalato with a team of 20 dogs. When the number of dog teams is increased, mushers are told to keep an eye out for him and stop him in Shaktulik. But Seppala is out of range of telephone and telegraph, so he has no idea the plans have changed. As drivers take the antitoxin up the trail, they face temperatures going down to 64 degrees below zero, storms, and wind gusts of more than 100 miles per hour. The antitoxin moves down the mighty Yukon River and then across the Caltag Portage before it arrives on the Bering Coast at Unalakleet. As unstable ice on the Norton Sound threatens to break up, a storm starts moving in. Leonard Seppala heads across the ice towards Shaktulik. Hours later, Henry Ivanov and his fresh team of dogs head north onto the ice from Shaktulik. Ivanov spots Seppala as he's untangling his dogs after an encounter with a rogue reindeer. Seppala can't believe the antitoxin has already come so far. He takes the package and heads back north across the ice into a fierce headwind. 
Seppala realizes after several hours that he's on an ice floe that's heading slowly out to sea. When he can't find a way off, he hunkers down with his dogs, hoping the wind will change course and provide a way back onto firmer ground, or in this case, firmer ice. This week, Togo saves the day. Ask any experienced musher about great lead dogs, and you'll start hearing stories. Stories about the magical abilities of great leaders to know hazards before they appear, to find the trail when all seems lost forever, and to keep the team going against seemingly impossible odds. Pair a great musher with a great lead dog, and you can build a mushing dynasty, or at least string together a remarkable winning streak that lasts for several years. And so it was with Seppala and Togo. Togo knew things other dogs didn't know yet. More importantly, he knew Seppala. The two had run tens of thousands of miles together over many years, and Togo had grown to sense Seppala's moods and anticipate his needs. To put it mildly, Seppala's mood on the ice is not good, and the hours of waiting for a shift in the wind don't help. His mood is so sour that even dogs who don't know him as well as Togo pick up on it. The dogs begin to howl in the wind, and it's not a happy kind of howling. But Togo gets up, barks once, and quiets the others. They fall into line, going silent, waiting for something their leader can sense that they do not yet know. Seppala sits up, watches, and slowly begins to get a sense of what Togo already knows. The wind has shifted. It's now blowing towards the shore. The ice flow Seppala and his team are on stops drifting out towards the sea, and very slowly it drifts in towards shore. Hours pass and Seppala finally can see the shoreline, filled with ice that had been blown to land and risen up at the water's edge. Seppala mushes up and down the edge of his ice floe, looking for some place close enough that he can jump onto the safer ice, but he can't find anywhere suitable. Seppala locates the closest point. It's about five or six feet away. This is too far to jump across. But, Seppala thinks, there's another way. If he can just get Togo to the other side, his lead dog can literally pull the ice flow to shore, or at least get it close enough for the team and the sled to make the jump. Togo is an amazing dog, and he's capable of great things, but he is not a superhero. He can't just jump six feet across open water to the stable ice. So Seppala decides he'll help. He attaches a long line to Togo's harness, lifts up his lead dog, and flings him over the water onto the stable ice pack. Perhaps this is where great lead dogs are made. Togo looks back at Seppala and the dog team, and he instantly knows what he has to do. He turns and digs in, advancing slowly 
to pull Seppala, the ice flow, the sled, the other dogs, and the antitoxin in towards him. Miraculously, this works, and Seppala knows he'll be on the stable ice shortly. But things in life are often not that easy, especially in Alaska and especially during Alaskan winters. The tow line that's attached to Togo, weakened by cold and wetness, breaks. Togo surges forward and the tow line drops into the open water. It looks again like all is lost. The wind might change at any moment and blow Seppel and his dogs back out to sea. More importantly, the antitoxin is still on the ice flow. And if it doesn't get onto stable ice and find its way to Nome, many, many people will die. But then Togo turns around. He looks back towards Seppala and sees the tow line disappearing into the water. And what happens next is the difference between a great lead dog and a legend. Maybe it was instinct, maybe it was training, maybe it was some kind of divine intervention. But whatever the reason, as Seppala watches dumbfounded, Togo jumps into the open water, even though it's far below freezing and the wind and an incoming storm make it feel even colder. Togo locates the tow line and grabs it between his teeth. He jumps back onto the solid ice and rolls around until the tow line is tightly wrapped around his harness. And then he turns and digs in again and starts to pull. The ice flow begins to move, getting closer and closer. And when it's close enough for the dogs to jump, Seppala yells out a command and his dogs jump from the unstable ice flow onto the stable ice, pulling the dog team, the sled, Seppala himself, and most importantly, the antitoxin onto the more sturdy ground, or in this case, the more sturdy ice. It's already dark and Seppel and his team have traveled more than 50 miles already, but Seppala lets Togo lead them across the ice until they are back at Isaac's Point Lighthouse around 8 p.m. on January 31st. Seppala unhooks his dogs and feeds them. That day they've traveled nearly 85 miles, half the time going right into a strong headwind. Only when his dogs are fed and bedded down does Seppala go inside? He takes the antitoxin package with him and reads the instructions. He's worried that the serum is already frozen and might be ruined, or maybe the glass vials will break when he tries to warm them up. But he places the package near the fire, climbs into his sleeping bag, and hunkers down to get a few hours of rest before he continues on another 50 miles to Golovin. 50 miles that he and his team will be running directly into the wind. That night, the ice moves and cracks, becoming much less sturdy in the Norton Sound. 
Cephala is exhausted and falls asleep quickly. The wind increases and the storm begins to move in. The roadhouse owner shakes Cephala awake around 2 a.m. on Sunday, February 1st. Cephala knows it's time to leave. The trail is about another 125 miles to Nome, and the last thing anyone needs is to get stuck in a storm that will add additional hours or days to the time it takes the antitoxin to get to Nome. Seppala feeds his dogs. He puts them back in harness. He gives a few extra pets to Togo, thanking his leader for the amazing thing he'd done. Togo strains in harness, wanting to go forward. Seppala nods. He knows they still have a job to do. There will be plenty of time later to be sentimental and reflect on what they've done. With the temperature hovering around 40 below zero, Seppala rewraps the package of antitoxin, putting an extra layer of furs around it to keep it warm. He gets on the runners, as he has so many times before, pulls the hook, and sets off. Thanks to Togo, the serum run is able to continue, and the antitoxin makes its way further up the trail towards No, where the number of diphtheria cases has just risen to 28. Next week, Racing the Storm. Did you know that Alaska Dog Works trains service dogs for those in need throughout North America? Each and every service dog that is trained through the Lead Dog Service Dog Program and Michelle Ford winner team has an individual training plan. We train for autistic, mobility, psychiatric, and PTSD for our soldiers for service work. If you know of someone that may need a service dog, please take a moment and check out Alaska Dog Works on social media and at alaskadogworks.com. Hi guys, it's Alex. If you are a fan of sled dog sports in the Iditarod, Mushing Radio is the show for you. Each Wednesday, we drop a new episode on Dog Works Radio. So be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you like our podcast, there are a few things you can do. You can take a couple of minutes and go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. You can also check out all of our DogWorks Radio sponsors and promotions in our show notes. Another thing you can do is go over to Facebook, like our Facebook page, and one last thing, please tell all of your friends by spreading the word about DogWorks Radio. Thank you so much for listening to us. We really appreciate you. DogWorks Radio is produced by Robert Forto. Logo art by Angry Squirrel Studios. DogWorks Radio is produced in conjunction with KVRF 89.7 in Palmer, Alaska. For dog training advice, you can contact Alaska DogWorks at 907-841-1686 or visit their website at alaskadogworks.com. If you have a show idea or would like to be a guest, please contact us by sending an email to live at dogworksradio.com.
It's the people in your house that make it a home. Protect what's most valuable to you by installing new custom energy-efficient windows and doors from Renewal by Anderson. With the nation's best warranty coverage, Renewal by Anderson is a better way to a better window. Take advantage of this New Year's sale and save 20% on replacement windows and 20% off patio doors. Plus, no money down, no payments, and no interest for 12 months. Schedule your complimentary design consultation online at RenewalWindowsAlaska.com. Restrictions apply.